I would say it's far easier before you shoot when you have complete creative control. You have the ability to uh, basically create the scripts in whatever way you want, create the video in whatever way you want, and really build that structure in a way that is going to speak most directly to your audience, even down to the language choice that you use. But uh, when you're actually starting, people don't know what to write. People don't know what to say. People don't know what to riff off the top of the dome. Everything is a new skill at the very beginning. Starter creators just don't have the skills to pay the bills. And in that scenario, I'd say the shortest path to actually getting a video out is the best path because that is the path that is least likely to kick you back out onto the street with no videos produced. You give up on YouTube, you say, never mind, I'm going back to my regular job. Welcome to Creator Debates, where we have stupid arguments to help creators make smart decisions. My name is Justin Moore. I'm the founder of Creator Wizard. I'm your host and referee. Today, we're talking about scripting your videos versus winging it. I recently tweeted, any creators follow me that are against scripting their videos? And y'all came out of the woodwork. Who knew writing a few words on a page prior to hitting record was so controversial? And I mean, I guess it makes sense. As creators, we want to feel as though our authentic, straight from the heart, witty banter is why viewers keep coming back. As my friend Robbie Crabtree said, there's something magical about raw and off the top of the dome when creating video content, especially since ChatGPT is coming for all our necks. I added that last part. I also saw a bunch of creators say that reading off a script just makes you sound robotic, but I have a little surprise for you. I've been reading this intro off a teleprompter the whole time. Could you tell? But the question remains, is there a right way and a wrong way? Should you script it or should you wing it? So I asked two experts here today to settle this debate once and for all. George Blackman is a consulting script writer who has written for creators like Ali Abdal, Ed Lawrence from Film Booth, and me, Creator Wizard. I consider him an expert on all things audience retention and script writing. Milo, aka Mr. Raffle Waffles, on the other hand, has been making gaming and lifestyle content since 2009 with over 1.8 million YouTube subscribers. He's passionate about the creator economy, brand creator relations, esports, and the potential and pitfalls of Web3. In response to my tweet, Milo said, I will challenge any puny script writer who dares enter the octagon with me. Okay, well, he didn't actually say that, but it was pretty close to that. So by the end of this episode, you'll know whether certain types of creators would benefit from scripting more than others. Is it possible to succeed on YouTube without planning or outlining anything before you hit record? And honestly, the only thing I really care about, who is a better creator debater, George or Milo? So let's get into opening arguments. George, you're up first. Why do you believe writing scripts will ultimately lead to better videos? You have two minutes. Uh, for me, it ultimately comes down to uh, creative control, essentially how much creative control uh, you want to have over the content that comes out at the end of the day. Uh, for me, it's kind of a toss up between whether you put the effort in ahead of filming or afterwards. Something that I've found, particularly with people who outsource their editing, is that an editor might become quite frustrated if they receive a kind of footage dump of stuff that uh, they then need to try and trim down based on uh, riffs and tangents and things that are basically just don't really serve the overall video, don't serve the story, don't serve uh, whatever it is that the video is about. Um, and that kind of loads work onto the kind of back end of the creation process. It also then means you're limited by the footage that you have at the time, right? And uh, I would say it's far easier before you shoot, when you have complete creative control, you have the ability to 
basically create the scripts in whatever way you want, create the video in whatever way you want, and really build that structure in a way that is going to speak most directly to your audience, even down to the language choice that you use. Um, it's much easier to have that control at the start than trying to kind of, uh, you know, create that at the end from a finite amount of footage. Um, beyond that, I think there is a, a tendency that creators have when they first start to believe errantly that sitting down with a few bullet points and riffing is actually going to be super easy. Uh, and for people who maybe aren't as experienced as Milo with stuff like that, it's actually a lot more of a stressful experience than you might think, right? I think anyone watching this who remembers the first time they sat down in front of a camera trying to speak to it, it's like a really weird experience. And just having those tram lines already set just reduces that stress uh, for, for newer creators, essentially. Um, and then we run into some final problems with like not remembering exactly what you've said and have I teed up what I needed to say later on in the video. And if you're not quite sure exactly what has come out your mouth in the preceding five, 10 minutes, it makes it a lot harder to create that cohesive structure that is ultimately what you want from a video. Interesting. Milo, it's your turn. Why is George wrong? Two minutes. Okay, so, hear me out here. The first stories that humanity told were about 30,000 years ago, okay? This is coming off the dome, people, all right? About 30,000 years ago. And it was cave paintings, and it was things of that nature, but there was no writing at that point. We hadn't got to that point in humanity's kind of timeline of things. In about 3500 BC, so about 5,000 years ago from now, compared to 30K for storytelling, uh, writing emerged, and people started writing stories along, along with that. Obviously basic at first, but it evolved from there. Which of those came first? Was it the storytelling, or was it the writing of the story? Similarly, when you're making a YouTube video, would you say to a new creator, would you look at them and say, oh, you're, you're writing a script, you need, to, you need to know how to write a story before you can tell a story. Like, the, the telling of the story can't come first, right? You need to write it down first. No, nay, I would disagree with that. I would say, actually, having that, that barrier in place in the beginning is a massive hindrance. And so to uh, comment on a couple of George's points here, number one, it's easier to have control at the start in a script with those tram lines, in a sense, if you know what to write. But when you're actually starting, people don't know what to write. People don't know what to say. People don't know what to riff off the top of the dome. Everything is a new skill at the very beginning. And so I don't think that one would be prioritized in that area or, or better than another or what have you. I, I would also say that to counter the point about editors receiving footage dumps with tangents and things like that, Something that I've found over the years, and I'll expand upon this later, is that my own ability to curve my own tangents and make sure that they fit the video has been improved a lot over the years by virtue of not scripting things. And so my editors have a much easier time now because of that. So there's pros and cons on both sides. Got you. Uh, I was over here just Googling tram lines. I think I know what that is now. Sorry, I'm super American. Uh, but you know what? I think it's time to get into round one, which is all about creativity. So Milo, I want to start with you. What is it about just hitting record that makes it easier for you to be creative? I mean, are you maybe a little bit biased because you have some experience live streaming, right? I mean, you've probably, you're probably comfortable being live on camera for hours sometimes, right? Not every creator has that experience. So do you think the ability to just be dynamic on camera is a skill that every creator needs to learn? Two minutes. So I would straight away say experience streaming or experience in front of camera is also something that nobody starts with, regardless of whether they have a script or not. And 
as such, you're not going to be in a position where you can sort of take mental load off at the beginning. You can't say, okay, because you have a script, I'm going to be able to be cohesive with my sentences. I'm going to be able to be personable with my audience. Everything's going to make sense. I'm going to be able to uh, make sure that my tangents wrap around to my to my final point and the video structure is as planned. That's all not going to really fully be there whether or not you're writing a script at the beginning because your script is going to be bad at the beginning too. So in all in all facets, I would say, starter creators just don't have the skills to pay the bills. And in that scenario, I'd say the shortest path to actually getting a video out is the best path because that is the path that is least likely to kick you back out onto the street with no videos produced. You give up on YouTube, you say, never mind, I'm going back to my regular job, right? You want to eliminate those roadblocks as best you can to get in the motion of creation. And once you do that, then you can start optimizing and saying, would a script fit me here or wouldn't it? In my case, very few videos that I've ever produced have had a full detailed script, one or two here and there. But beyond that, it's off the dome for me because I've recognized over the years that the, the attempts that I've made to distill everything I do into script form have always either been greater hindrances to my creation process than have been contributed to from them. Uh, and also separate to that, it's just an extra cost that as a starter creator, if you can do it yourself, it makes life easier, right? You've built up a new skill just as you've built up a skill script, write, script writing, except in the off the dome sense, I think that it, it is, is opening up uh, a new avenue instead of reducing it. Right at the buzzer. Well, George, it's your turn. Uh, tell me how you can be creative and authentic and natural sounding while still using scripts. Two minutes. Sure. Um, I think uh, in a lot of the case, using the phrase word for word is potentially misleading because uh, it's, this isn't a binary situation that we're, we're in. Uh, it's not like you have to stick word for word to every single thing that you've written down in the script. Um, and you'll often see that I see that with the clients that I send scripts to all the time. Um, if in the moment the uh, the kind of energy takes you in a certain way, it's okay to go a little bit off of what you're saying. But I think it's more about just having that kind of guidance to to pull you back so you don't go so far out that you completely lose the thread of what the audience is actually there watching for. And it, particularly in today, uh, to, with today's, uh, I hate sort of feeding into this whole like debate, but people's attention spans, are they getting shorter? Are they not? Maybe they're just the same as ever, but people's attention spans are not infinite. And if you don't have those tram lines to uh, keep guiding where you're trying to go, ultimately, it's very, very possible that we spend just too long talking about something that isn't related to what the audience has clicked on that video for. Um, so I, I take what Milo is saying completely. I think this is probably a case of like, who are we targeting with this? Are we, are we targeting the people who are just starting out? Or are we talking about an ideal scenario that you get to? Because I think that ideal scenario doesn't involve losing the creativity. It just involves being a bit more intentional with the preparation you do beforehand. Of course, when you sit down, if you say one word a little bit different or even go off on a, a minor tangent, it's good to keep that sense of uh, being natural. But having that plan in the first place, I think, is just the uh, the easiest way to get the, the the full package that you're going for. Do you get your feelings hurt when people you send scripts to like veer off course, though? You're like... <laughs> I didn't write that in the script. Like, how dare they? Like, what? No, yeah. it doesn't hurt I your be, ego at all. Like, <laughs> maybe there was there was one quite large creator who I sent a script to, and I saw them reading. I saw the kind of uncut footage of them trying to read the script, and they were just having a miserable time. And maybe this slightly <laughs> skews onto Milo's side of the debate, 
it does also depend on who you are and as you said Marlo, like what the type of video is there are obviously some types of video where scripting doesn't work but i think the case that i'm making is uh in scenarios where scripting is possible and obviously makes sense and that's just a common sense test um i would encourage people to move into using that skill as soon as possible got it well Congratulations, that is the end of round one. So moving on to round two, let's talk about scalability. George, uh, let's say that I'm a creator and I wanna grow my channel, okay? I wanna start pumping out more videos or, or more ambitious videos, but I'm super busy, right? It takes time to plan, to film, to edit, uh, because I think most creators generally understand the value of outsourcing to a video editor, obviously, but outsourcing their scripts or their outlines to someone else, I mean, that kind of seems impossible. Even for me, you know, I went through a ton of different people trying to find a good writer who could emulate my voice. Uh, that is until I, I met you, full disclosure. But uh, it, it's just generally, I think, really hard to find talented writers. So if, I, if I'm a creator who wants to scale, how do I find that person and how do I train them? Two minutes. Yeah, this is a, a really tricky one. And it's something that I uh, I get asked about a lot. I get a lot of people reaching out on Twitter looking for a script writer. And I know of a couple, um, but most people can't find them. And they, they they we're not quite at the point yet where they seem to be coming out of the woodwork en masse, like uh, like you get with editors and thumbnail designers and, and other, other types like that. Um, I think probably the best place to start and what a lot of people can find useful is getting someone in, in as a researcher. Um, and again, I think that's maybe a little bit easier to to find because that's more of a generalized skill. Um, what I've seen work with some people that I've done one-to-ones with is that they've hired somebody as a researcher initially just to kind of get the bulk of the, uh, the pre-prep work done um, and maybe help out a little bit with the overall structure. But then ultimately, they will still go and write the script themselves. But eventually, when you spend enough time with that researcher and they get more used to seeing what happens between what they've researched and what the final output is, it's a lot easier then. It's almost like you've got an apprentice, right? And and you can kind of then start to sub them in to the, the scripting process. Um, but ultimately, it's very hard. And hey, maybe we'll talk about this later. But I'm writing a course at the moment exactly on this. And the aim is that it would function as basically a handbook for anyone who's looking to hire a writer. Uh, if it can't be me, which it probably can't because there's very few people doing what I do. And so I'm always very busy. I can literally hand them that thing and say, here, I can't be your writer, but you can train someone uh, to be that person for you with this. But we'll see. Got it. So Milo, scalability. Um, if the special sauce of a channel is you, right? And you're fun, unscripted, kooky personality, right? Like what happens uh, when you decide that you want to grow your business in a way that does not require you to be in front of the camera? I mean, look at you, you're growing Milo strategy on, on different platforms, right? So wouldn't distilling your content format into something that can be either written or reproduced by others be valuable? Two minutes. Wouldn't it be great if my content was copyable by someone other than myself? I think not. I think that I want to retain some of that special source because that's me. That's who I am. And if I conform my content and my output such that it is just another Lego brick, then is it really that special? I'm not sure at that point that it is. I think you you lose a little bit of special source there, or at least I'd argue so. I'd also question whether some people even need to scale in that way. I think that this is something that in the creator education community, there's always a push towards because we see the folks at the very top of the pyramid and we see how well they're performing and the businesses that they've built. And we assume that every creator's dream is to graduate up the pyramid from the base to the to the point. I don't actually think that that's the way the, the creator economy is going at all. I think that some people are going to be absolutely happy scaling their business absolutely, but not necessarily 
completely removing themselves from content or not trying to to delegate every single thing that they're doing because that's actually part of what they love and i would i would i would hesitate to say that that's definitely going to be everyone's path for some yes um in the instances where you are hiring as well i would also say well if you're struggling so much to find a script writer does that mean that the market demand for a position like that like is is the reason for there being so little supply that the demand is not there because the role itself isn't actually as important as you're saying now i, I don't want to discredit you here george i know that you do very good work i'm confident in that and i've actually pre-purchased your course for the record <laughs> but at the same time in my final 15 seconds here hiring people is really damn hard training them is really damn hard finding them in the first place is really damn hard and all of that might, in some people's cases, actually be more work than they would be saving by hiring the person in the first place. So I don't think it's a blanket thing that you can apply to everyone and say is always relevant. Well, George, I'm sure you want to chime in on that. But first, a word from one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by ConvertKit and their creator network. If you're struggling to find time to grow your email list, I've got some super exciting news to share that'll level up your newsletter. ConvertKit just launched the creator network so creators like us can partner with each other to grow our newsletter subscribers. Imagine recommending awesome creators to your new subscribers and in return, having them recommend you to their engaged audience. It's a game-changing win-win scenario. What makes the creator network so special? Well, it simplifies list growth for busy creators. In less than 10 minutes, you'll be able to join, find similar creator newsletters, and begin swapping recommendations. You'll be amazed by how your email subscribers grow on autopilot. I joined not too long ago, and I've gained almost a thousand additional subscribers without doing anything. <laughs> Pretty dope, right? So you can join the Creator Network today by clicking the link below or visiting creatornetwork.com. That's creatornetwork.com. All right, so George, thoughts on Milo's perspective here? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, there's a lot of complicated factors around, you know, what it looks like to scale as a creator, but you've been on teams before where creators have, you know, there's been a lot of different roles, script writers and producers and like all this stuff. So having been inside businesses like that, as well as uh, being on your own, like what is your perspective on the on the role uh, that you bring to to a creator's business? Yeah, well, first of all, Milo, thank you for pre-purchasing the course. That was very, very generous. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can see what you mean. It's it, I'm not sure. I think the biggest one I disagree with is the, the supply-demand thing because I think it's just the case that not enough creators are conscious at this point of the value that scripting their content brings. But I can certainly say just purely from the amount of people that I get literally every single week, and I don't mean this as a boast, but I think it's because there just aren't many people that talk about what I do. Um, I have to turn away a lot of people all the time because people do seem to want this kind of role. And I think there's there's definitely the argument to be made for if your zone of genius is in that writing and and, and that's the thing that you really, really love, of course, there's no need to outsource it and, and you shouldn't do. But I think ultimately, and maybe, I mean, Justin, I know you're, you're the impartial moderator here, but uh, I, I don't know that it necessarily made what you did any less soulful when you had me helping construct the kind of uh, the structure around your zone of genius um, because ultimately it's still your input that goes into the script it's really just I think hiring somebody who is thinking very very consciously about the audience avatar thinking about the language use thinking about exactly how we are going to stop people getting bored or stop people uh, from wondering what it is they're waiting around for next in the video ultimately you can be a genius at whatever your topic is but if you have somebody in the business who is really thinking about that structure um, 
that's something that I think maybe a lot of businesses will lack and that the creators may lack uh, because they're trying to deal with everything else in their business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, gentlemen, that is the end of round two. So let's get into round three, which is which is the Uno reverse. Did you think that was coming? Where you now have to passionately argue for each other's positions. So Milo, if someone duct taped a pen into your hand and forced <laughs> you to write scripts for every single one of your videos, in what ways would your videos improve? Two minutes. How would they improve? Okay. Um... Oh, that's a that's a spicy question that I admittedly haven't got a scripted answer for. Uh, so how would they improve? I think speaking to George's point, the the audience avatar kind of psychographics demographic of, of, of my audience, all those sorts of things would be something that I would really want to tunnel into. And I would want to try and kind of unpack a little bit what those people are interested interested in outside of my usual kind of work that I would put into that in a given video just in a very broad storyboarding sense I'd maybe drill into that a little more uh, and maybe use the the script and the the prescription of the script to tunnel into things that off the top of my head would unravel more into a messy tangent uh, but in script form I could I could make sure it was pieced together in a way that was succinct enough to still be relevant in a given video and not like alienate people that work being done in advance would be helpful. Uh, I think also the interesting thing about being a creator for me is that I love learning all aspects of the craft. Uh, and admittedly, script writing is something that I think I'm probably very bad at, despite my history. I mean, my channel turned 14 years old two days ago. So I've been in the game for a very long time. But because I've done less script writing, I'm very good at going off the dome. That's all great. But I'm just less good at that skill. And so to pick that up and have that, that pen duct taped to my hand would be a real opportunity to get better at it. And perhaps, you never know, maybe with that pen in my hand, I would build more of an appreciation for where that can save me time in my business. Um, because right now, that's something that I feel like I've found paths around. But yeah, perhaps I would uh, I would change my mind just, just a touch if I had a... a, a, a sixth digit grafted to my hand <laughs> very compelling well george pretend you just spilled the most british tea you can think of on your laptop okay and that every time you try to write a script sparks they just come out of your keyboard okay you are also now forced to update your twitter bio from consulting scriptwriter to winging it coach okay what is your youtube framework two minutes wow my youtube framework um, well, just to say off the bat, um, scripting a YouTube video is the the death of creativity and freedom. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you start writing the words on the page, you're cutting off avenues for yourself continuously with basically every word you write. Uh, that is another thing that you can't now do, another thing you can't now talk about. Um, particularly if we're talking about beginners coming into this game and trying to not only become uh, a videographer and a lighting person and everything else, you're also supposed to be a fully-fledged scriptwriter with an appreciation for storytelling. Uh, it just is all too much to do. So when you're trying to get into the YouTube game, there's probably no point. Um, beyond that, even, <laughs> when you're trying to scale up a team, if you're trying to hire a scriptwriter, do you have any idea how difficult that is? Incredibly difficult, probably more so than, uh, I would say, even training an editor to work for you. Trying to find your voice, somebody else get somebody else to do that is nigh on impossible and it will take weeks and weeks and weeks until you're at the point where 
you're happy with the output. Um, so from all angles, whether or not it's you creating your own content or trying to hire a team, the writer should be the last person on the list that you're looking to hire. And you should probably uh, forget about the script writing thing for, for your own creativity's sake. Well done. Well done. Well, George, Milo, it is time to make your final appeal. On the other end of your camera, on the other end of your microphone, is a creator who is relying on you to make this tough decision. Convince them why scripting it or winging it will get creators that gold play button. George, you have one minute. Okay. Um, so for starters, I, I understand the tendency and the pull for new creators, and even creators who've been in the game for years, to simply write some bullet points and sit down. Um, and it feels like that is going to be the easier option for you, but I promise you that is only going to be delaying the issues that you have further down the line, not only for whether it's you editing it or somebody else editing it, but it also just means the final package, what you create ultimately, is not going to be the laser-focused piece of content that I think you want it to be if you're trying to grow uh, the particular audience that you're interested in. Um, so I would say rather than leaving it up to chance on the day to just see what comes out, if you want that full creative control over your output, uh, scripting your content where you can, where it makes sense, is the way to go. Milo, you're up. One minute. So I would start off by saying uh, I bring it back to my original comment, right? 30,000 years ago, we had stories. 5,000 years ago, we had written stories. And I would, I would argue that much of what George has discussed today with regard to scripting is actually focused on something that isn't a fully, like, a novel. It's not a, a prescriptive, exact word-for-word -word script, but rather it's maybe a little closer to a storyboard with words, perhaps. And I think the value in the story with words, the older medium here, maybe, maybe that is, is something that I can see, I can see little juice in, right? But at the same time, I would, I would argue that much of that value is coming from understanding things like structure, which I would personally separate from understanding of script. I think that you can structure a video with no script whatsoever. Uh, so I'd say that the, it's about picking your battles when you're starting, and as you grow, it can be useful, but it's not necessarily going to be for everyone. Well, thank you so much, Milo and George. And now you, dear creator, watching and or listening, who won this creator debate? You can vote by clicking the link in the episode description and letting us know on social media by tagging at Creator Debates, tag Milo and tag George. And so, George, uh, hit us with the call to action. Where can people learn more and follow you on social media? Sure. So on Twitter, it's uh, at George Blackman underscore. And that's probably the best place to find everything because I do not have a custom domain for my newsletter yet. But if you were to Google it, uh, it is called Write on Time, as in write with a pen, uh, write on time. And uh, I basically distill uh, the lessons I'm learning from the creators that I work with as a writer. Well, why I love following you, George, uh, and, and working with you, you were just so sharp, dude. I mean, I remember the very first script that you wrote for me. I read it, and it sounded like me. It was like the weirdest feeling ever. Um, and that's a really, it's a really hard thing to do, and I think it speaks to your talent uh, and your prowess as a writer, but you're also a really deep thinker about YouTube and how creators can improve their videos and storytelling. And so your growth since we've known each other, dude, has been so well-deserved. And so thanks for everything you do to create, do for creators. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Of course. And Milo, hit us with your CTA. Sure. So my gaming YouTube channel and Twitter, etc., is Mr. Ruffle Waffles. That's where I've been posting Call of Duty Zombies mainly focused content over the last 14 years. But 
We're in an off-season right now for Call of Duty Zombies, so I've been turning some of my business efforts elsewhere. I've been doing some consulting with uh, different game studios, building out their creator programs, actually, uh, and also have been making a bunch of creator-focused content on TikTok under the handle Milo Strategy. So if you're interested in any tips and tricks that I've learned and advice over the last 14 years now, now that my channel's turned 14 years old, uh, then that's the place to find me, Milo Strategy. Why I love following you, Milo, is I, th I think there's there's very few people who have been on YouTube as, lo as long as you have. In fact, we started our channel in 2009, so <laughs> we're the OG we're the OG crew, right? Um, and it's been uh, it's been so cool seeing the evolution of your career and just moving into different business and consulting ventures, and just your optimism about the tremendous potential of the creator economy is is super uplifting. So thank you for the energy and the optimism that you bring to this space. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And now it is time for Creator Debates After Dark, where George and Milo are going to stick around for a little bit longer and share their stories and their spicy hot takes on the creator economy. These After Dark episodes are available exclusively to students of my Brand Deal Wizard program and community. So if you'd like to support what we do here and level up your sponsorship strategy, check out the link below. And finally, dear creator, would you leave a quick, quick review wherever you're watching or listening? It would mean so, so much to me and help the podcast reach more creators out there. All right, that's a wrap. Until next time.